Firm Foundation is an outreach of the Primitive Baptist Churches of DeKalb County. New Bildad Primitive Baptist Church meets in the Seven Springs community on New Bildad Road each Sunday morning at 10.30 and Wednesday night at 6.30. The Mount View Primitive Baptist Church meets in the Shiny Rock community on Old Blue Springs Road each Sunday morning at 10.30. Your speaker today is Elder Ricky Arnold, pastor at the Mount View Church.
I'd like to turn our attentions to begin to Psalms chapter 19. I guess the thought that is on my mind is sufficiency. That what God's Word is, is sufficient for the child of God. We live in a day and age, even among those who profess the name of Jesus Christ, that it seems that something else needs to be added. Well, that's not in keeping with what God's Word says. Let's go to Psalms chapter 19, and we will begin at verse 7. The law of the Lord is perfect. Converting the soul, the testimony of the Lord is sure, making wise the simple. The status, the statutes of the Lord are right, rejoicing the heart. The commandment of the Lord is pure, enlightening the eyes. The fear of the Lord is clean, enduring forever. The judgments of the Lord are true and righteous altogether. More to be desired are they than gold, yea, than much fine gold, sweeter also than honey and the honeycomb. Moreover, by them is thy servant warned. And in keeping them there is great reward. Who can understand his errors? Cleanse thou me from secret faults. Keep back thy servant also from presumptuous sins. Let them not have dominion over me. Then shall I be upright, and I shall be innocent from the great transgression. Let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in thy sight. O Lord, my strength and my Redeemer. Now there's great instruction in just the passage of Scripture that I've already read. What the Lord teaches is always right. What the Lord says, it says it's perfect. And that's the only thing that is perfect is what God teaches. His statutes are right, rejoicing the heart. Fear of the Lord is clean and it's to be desired. And it keeps us back from sins if we'll listen to it. Now, it says, let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable. Dear children, the only way we're going to be acceptable, acceptable in our service. Now, we were made acceptable eternally in the finished work of Jesus Christ. He's the one that made us acceptable in God's eyes. We didn't accept Him. He made us acceptable in His sight by His work. But if we're going to offer praise and worship and conduct our lives as they ought to be, we've got to adhere to what His Word says. In 2 Timothy, 2 Timothy chapter 3, 2 Timothy chapter 3 and that, and verse 15, And that from a child thou hast known the holy scriptures, which are able to make thee wise unto salvation, through faith which is in Christ Jesus, all Scripture is given by inspiration of God and is profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for correction, for instruction in righteousness, that the man of God may be perfect, thoroughly furnished unto all good works. Now, do you want to be thoroughly furnished to the things that you need to do? Then you need to read what the instructions of what you need to do are. 
We'll touch on just a little bit of that as we go through, if God will be our helper. But understand something. Then it said that Timothy had known these things from a child. And you can read in the accounts of Timothy's life that he was taught them by his mother and his grandmother. Now dear children, I'm thankful for all the children we've got in this church. But we need to uphold what is important and what is important is what God's Word says. There is an attack in this country under of what God's Word says and who God is. There is a battle for the hearts and minds of our young people in this world we live in today. Don't make a mistake about that. And we need to uphold the Word of God as being important. If it's important in our lives, then we can demonstrate to them that it ought to be important in their lives. Let's go over here to 2 Peter. 2 Peter. Chapter 1, and let's start at verse 16. Now listen to what Peter's saying. Peter is going to recount his experience on the Mount of Transfiguration. He says, For we have not followed cunningly devised fables when we made known unto you the power and coming of our Lord Jesus Christ, but were eyewitnesses of His majesty. For he received from God the Father honor and glory when there came such a voice to him from the excellent glory. This is my beloved Son in whom I am well pleased. And this voice which came from heaven we heard when we were with him in the holy mount. Now Peter has just told you I was there. We heard the voice of God the Father Say that I'm well pleased in my beloved Son, Jesus Christ. Peter is telling an eyewitness account of the glory of Jesus Christ. But now listen to what he says next. We also have a more sure word of prophecy. Now how's that? He's given an eyewitness account, but he said, I'm going to give you an even more sure word of prophecy. Whereunto... You do well that you take heed as unto a light that shineth in a dark place until the day dawn and the day star arise in your hearts, knowing this, that no prophecy of the Scripture is of any private interpretation, for the prophecy came not in old time by the will of man, but holy men of God spake as they were moved by the Holy Ghost. Now what's he just said? He said all the Scriptures you've already been given are a more sure word of prophecy because they've been telling about Jesus coming from the very beginning. And if it was good for them to know then, it's good for us to know now. In Luke chapter Luke chapter 24. Luke chapter 24. Let's get a few things at verse 15. Now this after Jesus arose again. And behold, two of them went that same day to a village called Emmaus, which was from Jerusalem about three score furlongs, and they walked together all these things which had happened. And it came to pass that while they communed together and reasoned, Jesus himself drew near and went with them, but their eyes were holding that they should not know him. And he said unto them, What manner of communication are these that ye have one to another as ye walk and are sad? 
And the one of them said, whose name was Cleopas, answering said unto him, Art thou only a stranger in Jerusalem, and hast not known the things which are come to pass there in these days? And he said unto them, What things? And they said unto him concerning Jesus of Nazareth, which was a prophet, mighty in deed and word, before all, before God and all the people, and how the chief priests and our rulers delivered him to be condemned unto death and to be crucified. We trusted that it had been he which should have redeemed Israel. And beside all this, today is the third day since these things were done. And he goes on and tells us, Certain women have seen him. Now, they don't realize that this is Jesus in their midst. Now, listen to what Jesus does. Verse 25, Then He said unto them, these are the words of Christ, O fools, and slow of heart, to believe all that the prophets have spoken. Ought not Christ to have suffered these things and to enter into His glory? And He, and beginning at Moses and all the prophets, He expounded unto them all the Scriptures, the things concerning Himself. Now, you just heard Peter say, I was there. I saw Jesus Christ. I saw Him transfigured in His glory. I heard the Father commend Him. But I've got a more perfect word. And Jesus Himself said, Started in the Scriptures. And started at Moses. And proved that He was the very Christ and what He came there to do. Dear children, the Word of God is important and it is sufficient for our learning. In Psalms chapter 19, where we began. I'll touch that again. And all the words of my mouth, let all the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in thy sight. Dear children, do we want to have an acceptable service? Then we need to do what the Word says. Now Brother Joseph had made, made reference to this a few Sundays ago where David wanted to bring the Ark of the Covenant up to the centerpiece of where Israel was. Well now that's a good thing. But he didn't do it the way God said. And old Uzzah paid the penalty for it. Now, dear children, there's a penalty for going contrary to what God says. But there's blessings in... Now, dear children, don't misunderstand. As close as we can follow to what God's Word says day by day, we're going to stumble and fall. We're all sinful creatures. But dear children, this is how we live. In Psalms chapter 119, verse 105, it says that God's Word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. Do you want to know the right way to go? Then look where the instructions are. They're in God's Word and they're sufficient. We've been told they're a perfect thorough furniture to the man of God. I'm going to end in the book of Colossians. Colossians. Chapter 3, verse 16. Let the Word of Christ dwell in you richly in all wisdom, teaching and admonishing one another in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, singing with grace in your hearts to the Lord. And whatsoever ye do, in word or deed, do all in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, giving thanks to God and the Father by Him. What did he say? Let the word of Christ dwell in you richly. 
Now, dear children, let me ask you the question. How is this Word going to dwell in you if you're not going to spend some time dwelling in the Word? Dear children, there's a lot of things held up in this world as important. But we ought to bring our children. We've got a lot of children here. We ought to bring them up in the nurture and the admonition of the Lord. And the only way you're going to do that is hear what the Lord's Word says. He says, whatever you do, do all in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Now let me ask you the question. If you can't do it in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, you probably ought not do it. Now that's the reality of it. If you ask yourself the question, they, years ago, I don't think they do this much anymore, you used to have little bracelets everybody put on the wrist. WWJD. What would Jesus do? Well, that's a good question you ask yourselves. And if you want to know what Jesus would do, it's written down. You ever heard these statements made? Like I said, we've got a lot of children here. Raising children doesn't come with an instruction manual. Yes, it does. There it is. When people face the troubles of life say, well, life doesn't come with an instruction manual. Yes, it does. Yeah, I've had a lot of conversations with people over the years. And when you started telling people, this is what God's Word says, and I've had this reaction. Well, I just can't do that. Well, yes, you can. God said, present your, the Lord Himself through His inspired Word. We said, all Scripture is given by inspiration. He said, present yourself a living sacrifice, which is your reasonable service. God didn't ask for anything that was unreasonable. But too many people, when they confront their lives, are like my grandfather, Wayman Young. He said he could quit chewing tobacco any time he wanted to. He just never found himself wanting to. And that's the problem with us as we confront our sins, as we confront the troubles in our lives. We listen to what everybody else says when we ought to listen to what the Lord says first. Because that's the final authority on everything we're going to face. May the Lord bless you and keep you is my prayer.
Thank you for listening. You may write to the Firm Foundation in care of Ricky Arnold, 328 R. Arnold Road, Smithville, Tennessee, 37166. And until next time, may the Lord richly bless you and keep you, is my prayer. Amen.